collecting your nose has been an instrumental aspect of my work and my alignment in business. Today, I'm sharing five reasons you should ask anyways. These five steps are what you need to keep in mind as you run towards what matters most to you at work and in life. So join me now. Welcome to Career Strategies for Women That Work with me, JJ DiGeronimo. In each podcast, I design the format to share insights, tools, and inspiration for you to gain the momentum you need to catapult in the direction you desire. With this, you can find show notes in the description. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me again. Today's episode, Collecting Your Nose, is one of my personal passions. I find that so many of us are so eager to always get that yes, that sometimes we don't go for it in fear of getting the no. You know that no, we're not interested. No, you're not qualified. No, it's not you. No, not now. Those are the no's I'm talking about. And although those can be really intimidating and really strike up fear and abandonment and not enough self-worth and kind of really zing you in all the places you're not feeling abundance. They are absolutely critical in your journey and something we're going to talk about today. In fact, I'm going to talk about five reasons you should ask anyways. Why do you ask? Because it's important to collect your nose. Your nose give you great perspective and they give you a reason to ensure that what you're asking for, you really, really want. And in fact, just last year, I put a book proposal together. It took me weeks and weeks and weeks. I put over a hundred hours into this book proposal. And for those of you that have not written a book, a book proposal is not your book. It's a proposal about your book. It's a parallel document. And it is even more tedious in many ways because you're not writing the book. You're actually writing a proposal about the book. And so some of the material you can reuse and some you can't. Now it was a long shot. I went for Hay House. I was super excited because this was really going to be my breakout book with spirituality and professional women. And I hired a book coach to help me write my book proposal because I wanted to be sure when I submitted this that I had a really good shot of getting it. Well, as many of you know, COVID hit and they chose some really awesome authors, none of which were me. And when I got that no, I was obviously deflated, in some respects depleted, and even beating myself up for trying. And I definitely had those conversations like, who do you think you are? Why did you ever think that was possible? But I have to share with you, a year later, I am still very focused on writing and publishing my next book. So to me, it is an indicator of how much I want it. And I've even grown since I put that book proposal in last April. And with that, the book is going to be even stronger, more aligned, and more purposeful because of that no. Now, I'm not sure it would have been that way had I not submitted the book proposal because I wouldn't have gotten that no and I would have not been as determined to go after it now. So in this episode, I'm going to share five reasons you should ask anyways. So let's get started. 
So take a minute right now and think about what are you striving for? What are you looking to step into next? What is on your list of things you want to accomplish? This should be your center point for this episode. Because for many of us, we have aspirations. We have areas we want to throw our energy, align our impact, and make a difference. These are the areas you should be thinking about as we review the next five steps in regards to collecting your nose. Because it has to mean something to you. You have to feel it. You have to have that desire to cultivate that momentum to get where you want to go. Now, many of us sit on the sidelines saying, am I ready? Am I ready? Am I ready? And I'm just going to share with you right now, if you're aspiring to make your next leap, you likely are not ready. And that's okay. In fact, society often teaches women that we have to be 100% ready all the time before we step in, before we approach the line, before we make our next level of impact. And actually, that's deterring us from moving. Now, some of you might have higher self-efficacy. And maybe you have already leaped from imposter syndrome to more self-efficacy. And I talk about this in detail in episode three. But some of you may be still trying things out. Maybe you're moving in another direction. Maybe you're striving for something that no one you have seen has made that happen before. So you do not have any role models. And you may be sitting there thinking, is now the right time? Should I go now? And you're not even sure who to ask or to talk to to help coach you through the steps. So hopefully these five steps will give you some perspective on why now is the right time and that collecting your nose is not a bad thing. And if somebody says, not now, not ever, we don't want you, you take that as a learning lesson and you regroup and think about the direction you're going to go next, the door you're going to cross through, the window you're going to crawl through, whatever it takes. Because I'm a huge believer that if you really want something, you can make it happen. And I say this because I never even had an author in my life. I never even knew anybody who really wrote a book. I wasn't even sure how I was going to manifest this. And I'm really not that great at grammar. But even with all of those things, I still made it happen because I had a vision. I believed in the work I was doing. I thought it was necessary and I was not afraid to collect my nose. And let me assure you, I have collected more knows than I have time to share with you today. So step one is practice is a good thing. As Jen Sincero says in her book, you are a badass, which I've always mentioned in my podcast and other places. Let's just see what we can do. Let's just see what we can do. Let's take the pressure off being perfect. Let's take the pressure off getting a yes. Let's take the pressure off getting that head nod or that invitation. And let's just put ourselves out there in the direction we want to have more impact, in the direction we want to throw our energy next because it's important to us. And for many of us, if we think about it as practice, everything that happened is just a way of gathering information, getting perspective on the landscape and really understanding what you need to do to turn your no into your yes. 
Step two, you need to do your research. For many of us, before we jump in, we should get a little bit of landscape of, are we in the right arena? Are we talking to the right people? Has this been done before? What are the other things that could be a collaborative energy for what I'm trying to accomplish? Are there potential partnerships? Do I need revenue? Do I need to share my metrics? What are the things you need to put together before you put yourself out there in a new way? Again, it does not have to be perfect, but you do have to create some perspective on what you're trying to move forward, what's already out there, where the gaps are, and how you can fill potential voids or enhance existing momentum. With this additional research, you now can jump into step number three, which is you get perspective on the process when you put yourself into the arena. So if you've been sitting on the sidelines, as Brene Brown says all the time, you cannot comment on people that are in the arena until you are in the arena with the sweat and the blood and the tears, and you may even be on the ground all beat up. That's when you can provide perspective. You can gain insight on the process because it is power to be part of the arena in the game, making it happen, even if the initial answer is no. Now, for many of you, this may be scary. You may be thinking, JJ, you are crazy. There is no way I'm getting in that arena until I'm guaranteed a yes. Let me assure you, you are cutting yourself short by thinking that yeses are the only valuable option. Noes can be incredibly insightful. You can get perspective on the process. It forces you to do the research and practice is a great thing. So thinking about these three steps as we move into the next stage is really important. And for many of you, I'm giving you permission to go for it now, regardless of what the answer is, because whatever the answer is to the question, the ask, where you want to take your business, where you want to take your career, it doesn't matter because it's momentum in the right direction. So join me for the next part where we go through steps four and five. This is exciting. I'm so glad you're here. What I have learned is that no, it's just part of the process. For years, I was always fearful of a no because really I interpreted the no as me not being good enough. And for many of us, that is not the truth. The truth in that particular situation could just be perspective. It is just a point in time an exchange of information, an insight, an input. No is not the end-all be-all, and we cannot be afraid of no's. In fact, no's are really an indicator that you have asked for something you want. And what I have learned in many times in my career is that I was asking the wrong person, or I didn't do enough research, or what I thought was going down or what I thought was needed was different than what was really happening. So I think for many of us, getting out of our comfort zone, putting ourselves in the arena, asking for what we want can really help us gain great insight and realize that we are part of the conversation, but we might not have it exactly teed up for the right person at the right time. So the first three steps are practice is a good thing. Step number two is you need to do your research. 
And step number three, you get perspective from the process. Insight is power. And I think for many of us, giving ourselves permission to get in on the conversation, to share what we're looking to do next, to put ourselves out there, that is the gift, regardless of what the answer is. And I have to share, there are many women that have come my way that we have talked about asking for the promotion or positioning for that new position in a different PL or starting on a board. Many times we don't go into the conversation thinking we're going to get a yes. We think we're going to get perspective, insight, and knowing. And in some cases, people have gotten a yes right off the bat, which was incredibly exciting and often not expected. So I think sometimes just mind shifting to saying, you know, I'm just seeking to understand rather than I need to get a yes to define who I am and to move forward. So with that, step number four is really close to my heart as a dear friend of mine is in a very prestigious position and she was looking to move into a federal position. And we happened to be out for lunch one day with a group of our friends, and she was talking about this application process and how much stress it's going to put on her family. And I was in the process of listening to some other podcasts and books, and I really started to chat with her about, think about this as an opportunity. Instead of saying, I have to do this, think, I get to do this. I get to do this because so many people and specifically women in the world do not get the opportunity to pursue their goals, to align with their passions, to position for that next level of impact. And so if you really try to change the paradigm and say, I get to do this, I get to fill out this application, I get to go through these interviews, I get to position for that next position, think about the gift it provides you in the world to have the opportunity for someone to hear your voice, hear your ideas, and make a difference in the process. We just followed up last week on this conversation, and she shared with me so tenderly, like, JJ, the mind shift of getting to apply not only changed it for me, but changed it for my family. Instead of a drowning us in another thing to do, we all celebrated the milestones. And she said, it was awesome to share with my kids that I had to take every single step. And she got down to just the final few. She did not make it to the final seat, but the process was so insightful for her, but more importantly, her children and sharing with them that you're not always going to get a yes, but putting yourself in the arena is really part of our growth as humans, as our work as professionals, and also what we provide back to the generation behind us watching us sharing with them the process and reassuring them that we're not always going to get the seat, get the position, get the yes, but we get the experience of putting ourselves out there in a new way. So step number four is you can be a role model for others. There are lessons for our peers, our coworkers, our children, our family, and walking the path with them, sharing the steps And taking the mindset of, I get to do this, can enhance all of their journeys, including yours, regardless of the outcome. 
because you never know where that opportunity is going to take you and how many of you have gotten a call or an email from somebody that said, you know, I was in this with you or you participated in this or you apply for this position and I would like to talk to you about another opportunity. For many of us, we think it's very linear. We think, okay, I'm here and I want to get here. But sometimes the people we meet along the way are the people that open that next door for us. In fact, I was in Minneapolis years ago for a speaking engagement and I became great friends uh, with another speaker. And many times over the last few years, we have exchanged different leads, different conversations connected to different people. And when I was in Minneapolis, I wasn't really sure why I was there. It was a really interesting, exciting event, but it didn't really seem like the reason I was there. And I really believe the reason I was there was to meet Ellie. It was really that connection in that conversation. And had I been really focused on the exact reason I was there, I might not have broadened my knowing, my connections, and my relationships with other people there. And oftentimes in our journey, the momentum, the connections, and even the advancement comes from people that are in the room or the conversations in which you're having to move forward. So hopefully you recognize right now that it really isn't as linear as many of us have thought. In fact, I've been there so many times where I think I have to get this yes, I have to get the approval, I have to get the seat. But in reality, there's so much growth, there's so much awareness in the things that we move towards. And so step number five is each no is closer to a yes. Even if it's highly unlikely, but you are interested, I encourage you to put yourself out there. Nobody has to know you're collecting your no's, but I can assure you that every no is closer to a yes. And every no gives you incredible insight to you, why you're asking, what you want out of the experience, what you're looking to move forward next. And I encourage you to start now because if you continue to wait to be 100% ready, I guarantee you, you'll look back on many situations thinking I would have, I should have, I could have. And really there are so many opportunities to engage diverse thought right now. And we need so many more women at so many more tables that let them tell you no. Put yourself out there and let them tell you no. Because many times you may get a yes or get new perspective or a new connection. And honestly, that may be the exact momentum you need. So let's review it again. The five reasons you should ask anyways. Number one, practice is a good thing. Number two, it forces you to do research. Number three, you get perspective on the process. Number four, you can be a role model for others. And number five, each no is closer to a yes. So I encourage you to shift your mindset to collect your no's because every no is closer to yes. And if you get going now, you're likely to collect more no's and eventually get the yes you want. And for many of you, your yes may be totally different than when you started because with perspective, awareness, an evolving network, you may actually position for something that's even more meaningful and more aligned to what matters to you. So be sure to keep me posted. As I've mentioned, I'm going to be taking a summer hiatus, so I will be starting back up in the fall, but I'm very excited for many of you that have joined me and for those of you that have shared the podcast and even those of you that have started podcast clubs, because 
Knowledge is power, and I am thrilled to be on this journey with you. I look forward to seeing you after break. Have a wonderful summer, and be sure to stay in touch.